Time to dance. The time worth a Victoria Cross. I don't know you what it is. A pacifist. Welcome to Cocktail Cinema, folks, your weekly movie review podcast where we pair your favorite movies with craft cocktails. As always, I'm your first favorite bartender, third favorite author, Josh Price, and I am joined by my co-host, Greg, and our producer, Shasti. Damn glad to be here. This week, we're doing things a little bit different, and we're actually reviewing a newer movie. Cool. So we are reviewing the 2021 Matthew Vaughn joint, The King's Man. Oh, wait, I watched, I watched the wrong one? You may have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, this movie had a budget of $100 million, and uh, it's only been out for a couple of months, but it has made back $125.9 million. Hmm. Uh, made just back? Hit, as of this recording, uh, it just hit streaming on HBO Max uh, a little over a week ago, Hulu. Uh, and it's so it's still making the rounds globally. Right. So that number will go up as we go on, but we wanted to get to this quick because... One of our early episodes, we reviewed the first Kingsman movie. True, yeah. so we felt it was, it was an appropriate pairing. Indeed. Much like your cocktails. Yes. Yes. <laughs> As always. Um, so I'm going to kick this one off. Get it. Because I, I brought this to the table because I really liked the first two. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of you know COVID times, Warner Brothers has been allowing a lot of their movies to go up on streaming a lot earlier. So people have access to these right. blockbusters way earlier than they would have and as the father to a young boy that has been a godsend right. i haven't seen outside of COVID. i had not seen a new movie since the first dress and World. sometimes it's like the, the same day as they're releasing yeah. theaters so it's definitely a helpful yeah not spending money so I, was, I was able to <laughs> i was able to watch a brand new movie in my room right. and i had a pretty good time all right although i i mean we're going to talk about how different this is from the rest of oh, them yeah. i still overall I, I mean, Matthew Vaughn knows what he's doing. He's worked with Guy Ritchie a ton, and it shows. You know, the right. there's there's some style similarities there. And uh, he's taking that familiar style and taking it a new direction. This is a movie about World War One, a time period we don't talk about a whole lot in film. Right. And on top of that, it's it's a Kingsman movie, but it is still different enough from the rest of the series that this could have been a standalone film if they wanted it to yeah. be. Or the start of a whole or new the series. One, yeah. um, and Which they still could do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of space room. there still. There's a you lot know of room. I mean? Which is cool that you brought up World War I. Um, everybody seems to revolve around World War II. I don't yeah. know if it's because it's more of a modern day, mm-hmm. more stuck in people's heads that way. Um, but yeah, no. And they, there's a lot that we talked about off mic or before this uh, mm-hmm. that we, there's a lot of correlation and kind of Easter eggs or yeah. funny things like you know Rasputin and his young boys yeah. or free love kind of free use kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> free use. <laughs> but uh, it was it was it was it was different. Yeah, definitely different than the other Kingsmen. So if you're looking, we're trying not to give this too much, give yeah. too much away here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're looking for the same two Kingsmen that we had before, mm-hmm. it ain't the same movie. This is a very serious flick. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but they changed course completely. Where I think that they needed to do that, mm-hmm. um, it would have gone off the rails very quickly. Right if they to set the tone this. for the yeah. next two. Or well, I guess they're the prequels are tough. Yeah. but you kind of get that backstory. The the realness is there mm-hmm. from the fun loving eggy that you're used yeah. to having. Um, it all set in place by basically death and yeah, you know how the Kingsman came to be. Well, and I mean. <clears throat> 
I, I know we try to review these films in a vacuum, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, the premise for this film is set up in the first Kingsman. So during uh, during that period of time where uh, Eggsy is being told very briefly the history of the Kingsman agency, right. they do reference to like you know, after after World War One, you know the the rich elite of the world came together because they had lost all lost their, their sons, sons yeah. and they they promised they would never let that happen again. Yep. So they were gonna come together and form an independent spy agency mm-hmm. to keep the world safe. And this is story-wise the best way they could have done that mm. because they're they're taking those three sentences from another movie and just expanding them in a very real and believable and right. followable way and they did that also by the character choice to the duke of oxford mm-hmm. you know what i mean the yeah. Ox- Ox- Oxford rogues, rogues yeah. you know it's it's really kind of a cool just, just whistle with my throat there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mongolian throat <laughs> right <laughs> but no it was um really kind of cool to see the callbacks or call forwards you know what yeah. i mean to see kind of that they've they've kept in touch mm-hmm. with the past and they've stayed focused on tradition yes and uh, that tradition is death basically is what we're coming to with this it is. movie you know it is and it's it's in the previous two films that was dealt with in a very lighthearted yes. way yeah uh that their tradition is dying and being mm-hmm. replaced and in this film we're talking about a time period where it was the most devastating thing right. that had happened to the world mm-hmm. since the dinosaurs were right. wiped out and they and they they call to that saying like millions of kids died millions and millions of kids mm-hmm. died and like this isn't this isn't war this is death this, yeah. this isn't fighting this is dying well and they show the the atrocity of trench warfare yeah. you know and, and right, there's, yeah. there's battle scenes where like our our main characters aren't even involved and they're showing just 19 20 year old kids mm-hmm. getting mowed mm-hmm. down and in just a very Matthew Vaughn yeah. fashion <laughs> yeah, for sure right. like yeah, those scenes is... always stick out with you and like mm-hmm. that's a, You're right. a very serious one too stick it's it and i it it felt very Dunkirk, but in a Matthew right. Vaughn way. But Dunkirk's yeah. an amazing flick, so yeah, it's, a, it's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it, gro- it yeah. grounds the ridiculousness mm. of this film yeah. in reality. And not to give away too much, but there is a scene or two where, um, you know, it's instant. As soon as you hit the mm-hmm. battlefield, front lines, you're trying to get accum- acclimated with your surroundings and mm-hmm. your superior officers. Nope. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. We are. We are. Now we're in a. Now we're in a firefight, and mm-hmm. now you're in your trenches, and it's. It's. It's cool. I mean, like I said, this is not that kind of movie. This is a darker movie than you're used to. Um, but it needs yeah. to be. Well, and and they they do play fast and loose with some of the history, mm. but we are on scene for a lot of these inciting incidents. We're in Sarajevo for you know the parade in for for Franz Ferdinand. We are in Russia with Rasputin and Tsar Nicholas. We are. We're in the we're in the Oval Office with Woodrow yeah. Wilson a yeah. few yeah. times, awesome. right, right, right. and even though they're kind of tinkering with with how these events played out a little bit, I mean, creative license, they are staying true enough to the spirit of the history mm. to be like, oh, I, I can, I am still immersed in what's going on yeah. because this is close enough that I'm okay with absolutely. It. And uh, re-siphons, like, uh, as Rasputin. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Like, that was kind of the I only comic. recognize him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was, like, the only comic relief because, again, not trying to say too much, but his character, he, he does a great job with it. And mm-hmm. it's fun. It's, it's very, They stay true to their geography. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They bring up that kind of that England, Russia, Germany yeah. kind of thing. It's, it's really kind of a fun play. That's the only comic yeah. relief, relief I got from it, but. 
Well, I, I there there were a few. Unfortunately, there are spoilers attached to the things that I found. Funny, I know, I know. But um, there were a few things in the trailer that we can still talk to. Like there, there's moments with Rasputin that are so over the top Russian that, and they're drawn <laughs> out, and it 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 it, it makes you just kind of laugh dryly. Yeah. It's, this is not a belly laugher. This is because these comedic moments are surrounded by action and death. Like mm-hmm. we said, it's still. It's still fantastic to see, though. Yeah, right, right. Is the fight sequence in there in the trailer? <laughs> well, well, part of it. All right, part we'll just talk it. about how I, I enjoyed certain fight sequences. The choreography was fun and deadly and yeah. and cool. I mean, it's the same kind of thing you're getting into with that. Those other Kingsman movies mm-hmm. is the the sequencing is pretty cool. The yeah. camera work on the on those choreograph choreographed mm-hmm. fights um, that was. Highlight choreographed, choreographed. choreographed. Sorry, yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Choreographed, 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 chloroform, cyanide. No, No, and it's you're right. the The choreography is hokey when it needs to be, and it's it's sharp when it needs Mm. to be. Like there are there are fights that are over the top, and and absolutely like there's there's a fight that's set to uh, the overture of 1812. So it's bombastic because oh, there's the cannons, cannons going. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's almost silent fights. Yeah. There's there's a battlefield scene in the middle of the night that is again very well choreographed. Mm-hmm. And it stays true to the spirit of of the movies we've seen before but is still giving us something fresh enough mm. that um and this is where I'm going to transition into the things that maybe could have been done better. The the storytelling, the choreography, and the acting really hold up this movie mm. where I think Matthew Vaughn may have stumbled a couple of times with uh, his, his his camera work and his, and his tricks. Um, it's, it's, it's still very, very well done, but it is not necessarily up to the standard that we're used to, like when he's working with Guy Ritchie or even the last two. Um, he's still king of the quick cut, but... There's just a few things that don't play quite as well under a critical eye. Yeah, we talk about the editing team that any of these guys pick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could just see striving further and further away from um, movies they've worked on together, mm-hmm. or even the first Kingsman. It's kind of like maybe you lose some of those people. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's always like bringing your team along with you for for mm-hmm. this. And yeah. Based on how it's budgeted and yeah. this being the third one. Like you're right. It is. It is that fresh take because it mm-hmm. is technically it's a prequel. Yeah. But it's 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 kind of. I feel the same way. Like it was kind of stale mm-hmm. for some of the editing tricks. Yeah. Like the vision was still the Matthew Vaughn or Guy Ritchie mm-hmm. vision there, but um, just execution on some of them. And that's just being picky. You right. know what I mean? That's well, really yeah, just right. getting yeah. three. And do you think they're like third maybe? grade movie and just really. <laughs> Right. Do you think they did it on purpose, maybe because it's set in a World War One setting instead of like the modern day? I don't think so. I don't think so really. Uh, I'm just—I guess I'm making excuses for him. Yeah, I think I, I think I think it it, uh, it was an accidental nod to the to the time period because our our cinematographer here is Ben Davis, who has not worked on a period piece before, mm-hmm. um, and to my knowledge, he hasn't worked very extensively with Matthew Vaughn. Okay, but he has done some some you know action films. Uh, so it right. could have been partially uh, attributed to he's he's getting acclimated to the way Matthew Vaughn works. So if Ben Davis comes along for Kingsman 4, maybe some of our complaints about this film 
will I have been, been naturally, naturally a, taken yeah. care of. No, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. And stuff storyline as it is, I mean, basically we're dealing with three, four different kind of storylines running parallel. Yeah. And there's a lot of, we talked about fighting and sequencing. There's a lot of inward strife and mm-hmm. self-loathing and moving on from past. And it's a, it's a you know, history yeah. film basically in essence. So there is a lot of that, that, that reach out the feeling of, yeah, absolutely. You could have done something better. Mm-hmm. Regret, you know. Well, yeah, there's yeah, there's uh there is a lot of a lot of regret in this film and uh there are multiple characters who they're very relatable because of the way they deal with their pain and their mm-hmm. grief. And they do what we're about to do, which is drink their feelings away. <laughs> <laughs> I needed after this movie. And yeah, so they they the things they're dealing with are very heavy yeah. and they need something to get away. Well, tonight our drink isn't necessarily going to take us away, but it's going <laughs> to make us feel uh, a little more dignified. So okay. what you have in front of you is the Manhattan maketh the man. Mm-hmm. Like we it. have one ounce of whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of amaretto, half an ounce of sweet vermouth, half an ounce of dry vermouth, half an ounce of simple syrup, and five dashes of black walnut bitters. Pour that into a low glass on the rocks. Give it a quick swirl. And there you are. Ooh. Nutty. So, did you add this nut, nutty faction into this because Uh, of the cyanide? I did. (laughs) I did. So... Because the movie's so nutty. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was already kind of thinking we were going to have to do a whiskey drink uh, just because, you know, the, our main characters are British and they're known for gin and whiskey. And we've done enough gin lately. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to go back to my roots and stay true to the movie. And at the same time, uh, historically speaking, uh, Rasputin was poisoned. Uh, it didn't stick. So uh, in the real life, the real life Rasputin was uh, poisoned uh, and then he, he fell over, got back up and he was fine. And then they tried to kill him three other times and then it finally. Took. <laughs> but so I went with the amaretto because. They say like three times. Cyanide it smells it like. Smells, yeah. yeah. So in case you didn't know, in case next time you run yeah, right. into a tart. So, uh, audience at home, those of you watching, uh, when you see one of my friends keel over, you'll know that's the one that I put the cyanide oh, in. Great. Hopefully, you can keep <laughs> right. it. We'll fix that in post. For <laughs> something that's hundred percent booze, it tastes pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's. There's. I mean, perfect Manhattan's okay. are one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's, I order it if the bartenders are capable. I order that. <laughs> yeah. The the they're they they're all about the balance. Mm-hmm. And you know we stress that a lot on this show when it comes to our drinks, but especially a, a, a perfect Manhattan, you have to have these ratios down. Um, they're not difficult to make; they're just they take a little bit of care. Mm-hmm. That's and good. Uh, with the uh, the walnut and the simple syrup, there kind of it kind of just tastes kind of like a not like a maple syrup, but kind of like a yeah. mm-hmm. a syrup, like, yeah. Yeah. like a pancake syrup almost. That's Which, good. in my opinion, a, a good Manhattan has that natural woody flavor yeah. to it. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so now that we've we've wet our whistles. Um, Grego. Yes. Sir. When I got here today, you told me, and I quote, "This is one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen, and it was not <laughs> what I expected." Okay. What, I because this part we haven't talked about yeah. off mic. 
what were you expecting and did this movie was it a good change so, in your opinion yeah um i guess to preface that i was talking about more so the other kingsman <laughs> i was i was thinking it's gonna be fun like you know fireworks blowing off heads and having a list with samuel L. jackson and eggy getting anal yeah. from the princess you know but it's like <laughs> this is not that movie this is uh that's that's kind of where i was coming from and that it was mm-hmm. this is like a total war movie like a you know kind of an yeah. uh, there was certain things like i loved that like they brought back cousins that mm-hmm. were from the same kind of family that mm-hmm. now run england uh and russia germany and, and germany russia, yeah. and they had their little quirks and stuff like that and they're still using their little ch- childish bullshit to mm-hmm run countries basically yeah. and it's, yeah. it's silly that it sometimes feels like that's how today it's probably runs, the realest but, part about the right, movie. right. Truthfully. Yeah. truthfully so i mean I, I, I guess i only said that because of i was expecting so much so much mm-hmm. not this movie you know i was thinking it was gonna be funny mm-hmm. fun to watch i mean when i watched this i couldn't take my eyes off the movie like you know i mean i started mm-hmm. it there's a couple of scenes in this movie i really really want to talk about but <laughs> i was like oh but it takes yeah. the, takes your breath away for a second, yeah. and it, 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 I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just one of those movies I was not expecting because mm-hmm. we have these. I know it's preludes, but we have two other movies that were mm-hmm. done in this in this vein, and it's just it was cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the like the entertainment value type of movie where it was like big. It's not a popcorn movie. I guess that's, I guess that's movie. the best way to put yeah. it. I guess I'm losing my tr- my train of thought on that fact but it's it's just different it's Mm -hmm. now it didn't hit me this way i expected it to yeah uh i'm pleasantly surprised pleasantly surprised it's different i was when i watched it i knew i mean i kind of wanted the other yeah (laughs) yeah i knew (laughs) that because that's that's the kind of movie that really gets gets you going Mm. and i was i was real interested to see what you had to say now i'm gonna look forward a little bit so did you happen to watch all the way through the credits I did not know. So it's not it's not like at the very end of the film, but it's uh, during the credits sequence. Um, we are introduced to uh, a new villain and two new historical figures. Which, if you're familiar with what went down after World War One, you can probably take a guess at who right. it was. I'm not going to okay. spoil it. Yeah, but uh, it kind of sets up another film hmm. that takes place before the first Kingsman movie. Um, like in between, yeah. The growth, like the growth. Yeah. So there's Great. now there's we have a, a Star Wars saga starting here. Well, and that's kind of <laughs> what I want to get to. I think the strength of this series could be the same thing with like Assassin's Creed, really tying into okay. old historical events right. and seeing how if this was a real agency, they interacted yeah, with. Yeah, that history. would be really cool because they did touch on a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. we talked about. You know, like Rasputin, his thing, yeah. and even just overall how things kind of panned out um well this was more true to world war one than anything right anything outside of a legitimate war movie mm-hmm. that you're gonna get like even wonder woman tried to address like trench warfare but this yeah. blows it out of the water yeah. well and compared to other films too it's like a lot of franchises do the bring in a prequel at mm-hmm. some point but this is almost what you're saying leave this like the the sequence they show after the credits is always going to lead into the mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. film but that's like almost like you're anything after that is still a prequel yeah, for right. so many years, <laughs> yeah. which I kind of hope they go that route, which I they, they did the more historical route. Yeah, it'd be fun. Because for as much as I was complaining about the over quirkiness, that's what I did love about the first one was yeah. Samuel Jackson's mm-hmm. character. And right. And they're not going to be able to 
tell historically right at, like yeah. but we can we can take some of these historical characters yeah. and and utilize historical quirks yeah like if if you wanted to tell a story about world war ii you can talk about how hitler was a terrible painter you can talk about you can talk about how how stalin failed our schools <laughs> you can talk about how stalin just threw ragers six nights a week <laughs> there's room to have these goofy yeah. events right where the kingsmen just happen to be there trying to influence things and I really hope if we. If they get... don't write that, we should. Yeah, seriously, seriously, <laughs> Matthew Vaughn. I know, I know you're listening. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good writer. I can do this. I can help you. Um, but yeah, it. I, I'm really looking forward to the the future of this series. Uh, after, after the second film, I did have a few doubts. I liked the second film, but mm-hmm. it was not as strong as. Uh, as the first one. Mm-hmm. So this coming in and kind of changing the game enough to be refreshing. I am very much looking forward to the future and mm-hmm. not just the very next film, but we, I mean, this is Hollywood. We're going to get at least two or three more of these. Yeah, probably. And nothing new a, under the sun. We have a really good chance of getting a solid five, six film series. We don't see that anymore. Yeah. It's crazy with that huge budget too. We're going to get, <laughs> get these. Well, and I mean, compared to, compared to its, its sister films, this is pennies. Right. You know, right. we're making Marvel movies for almost half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. However, uh, it might be time to, to look into people who aren't always impressed. Right. Okay. Um, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Let's, let's hop on over to, uh, Good old sour potatoes. <laughs> and take a look at the critic score for The King's Man. Let's see here. We've got, okay, so mm-hmm. this is a critic score of a 42. Am I reading that? Yeah, a 42, 42 and an 80. New. And an 80 from audiences. All right, so. All right, Greg. Right. <laughs> right, put it on me. It's it's time. So you can think some more. It's time. All right, so we <laughs> got. He's still looking. <laughs> Is that score a short pour or an over pour? Um, they short poured this one a little bit. Um, I don't like it as much as you, but they low poured mm-hmm. this quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I'd put this more of like a sixty-six level. Um, wow. Okay. Yes, I mean, I, I enjoyed the other ones a little bit better. I mean, I love the storylines and stuff, but it just didn't really do it for me all the way. So I think right. I should pour this one. Shasti, yeah, same question. A, yeah, I think they had a heavy, heavy hand on that pour for sure. Or a light <laughs> hand on that pour for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a 24. Give it a 24. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in a 66 too. All right. Um, yeah, it's... I, I like what you said with, mm. the, with the, the outro and where it's yeah. going. And I, I hope that... Um, they bring Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's it's going to be no surprise that I think they severely underpoured this this film, and uh, I would have I would have rated it. This is a tough one. Uh, I think officially I'm going to give it an 80, a solid 80. Okay. Um, I don't think it's one of the best movies ever made. I do think it's very well acted. Everything I said today and more, like. I highly recommend that people go go see this. And for my criterion, if a movie hits in the 80s, it's a movie I yeah. I deeply think people should go see. Right. I think that score is really low. Like, for yeah. as much as I thought I was about to say about it, like, that's bad. <laughs> I thought 66 that's was low for shockingly me. Shockingly The audience low. score was, like, 80. So yeah. that's, that's, like... Which is surprising to me, if, too. If, if you've... 
if you like the first one mm-hmm. better than the second one, this is still going to be fun to watch. If yeah. you've never seen any of them, you need to watch this and the other two. Yeah, as that's, well. that is a they're all must watch movies. Yeah. Even even though we get, I gave it a little sixty six. It's still they're still must watch movies. In my yeah, opinion. yeah. And I mean, you're you're a little more frugal with your pores than I am yeah, yeah. generally. So yeah. that's to be expected. But holy cow, uh, audience. Do you think they overpoured or underpoured this this movie? Did we overpour this movie? Let I us know overpour. down in the comments. Uh, you know the drill. Let us know what your score is and why. Uh, and for those of you who haven't seen it, definitely go see it so that you can go down to the comments and let us know definitely what you see. think. Um, that said, Greg, Shasti, love you guys. It's been I a do. good time. I really liked this movie. I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it because now I can put it out of my brain for a minute. <laughs> and it won't be so obsessive. But now I have to go watch another movie, so I have to say goodbye. She'll be fine, and so will you, as long as we have an honest conversation. <laughs>